Welcome to the newly revamped Anxious Introvert Podcast. This show is dedicated to discussing real and intimate problems we face in our society and culture. This podcast is also grounded on providing mental health awareness and eliminating the mental health stigma. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Anxious Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel, but please, everybody calls me Manny, and I am beyond thrilled with excitement and joy for a couple reasons. One of them being the fact that I'm feeling better, I'm on the road to recovery, and the other one being that it's nice to be back. It's nice to be able to have some content, some quality content for you guys. Uh, Thank you so much for remaining fans and listeners of the podcast. The podcast really has grown over the last year, and I expect even bigger things in 2022. Um, Some announcements to make is I will be traveling out of town over the next two weeks. So um, I'm still I'm going to take some equipment with me just enough to create or, you know, record a podcast episode while I'm in Texas. I'm going to be visiting my brother and his wife for Christmas. Our immediate family is spending Christmas in Texas. First time spending Christmas outside of Ohio. So that's never really been done. Um, So I'm excited about it. Of course, my parents are a little feeling some kind of way about it but you know they're in their routines and they're in their ways so it makes sense um no problems there of course but we're all excited to be together so we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes um but because i will be traveling i'm gonna try to pump out an episode like i said you know once a week on wednesdays or thursdays just depending on how busy i get um i won't be able to uh pre-record them like i like to Uh, Today's episode is very different because I am recording on my lunch break today, the actual day that this podcast episode comes out, which is December 15th. Um, Another announcement is I am happy that I'm going to be having my brother Esteban on the podcast to talk about some stuff, just kind of, you know, you guys can hear our dynamic. We talk about, we'll probably talk about my late brother um, we'll probably talk about the holidays and just some funny stuff growing up and just some good things are coming for you guys uh, next week and probably the week after that. I'm going to try to get my uh, sister-in-law on the podcast and then maybe even my mom or my dad or stepmom. So we'll see. We'll see how things go. Um, uh, but wow, I, I just cannot believe we here we are in the middle of the month. It's December 15th for me. I don't feel like I've had a December and here's why for those of you that don't know last uh, for the last two weeks I have been dealing with COVID-19 I will be sharing my story here momentarily so stay tuned for that that will be a different segment on the show I want to describe to you guys what it is go over my symptoms just to kind of give you an idea of what I was told by my doctors by my nurses I was not in the hospital thank God uh, but some stuff did happen even some hallucinating uh but again if you want to listen to that part make sure to stay tuned to the rest of the episode to the rest of the podcast um i will be talking about some stuff today in regards to mental health i want to kind of 
talk a little bit about the symptoms that no one else really discusses so stay tuned for that as well um and you know these are some of the symptoms that like maybe you're not really aware of maybe you're going through it and maybe you're like i wonder if this is part of my mental health or if this is something different so those questions and more will be answered later on in today's show thank you guys so much for tuning in so make sure to kick back relax and let's get started in today's episode All right, guys, welcome, welcome back. Um, so, wow, I, you know, I'm always the type of person who always takes care of themselves. I'm constantly washing my hands, you know, following the CDC guidelines, making sure that I cover up my face. Well, not really. When I go out, I really haven't been wearing a mask like I should be, but I do sanitize my hands. I do wipe down my electronics i make sure to just be healthy you know i take the supplements i'm at the gym almost every day i walk almost every day and still i got sick from covid19 just a couple weeks ago today is i'm happy to report today's day 13 14 for me um i say that because you know um there's a lot of conflicting information out there on like how long to stay quarantined how long do you need to be away from people um are you still contagious you know just a bunch of crazy stuff and this is my journey this is my little journey into how covid was for me and if you want to skip this you can go ahead and skip it to the next to the actual episode segment uh but i promise you this will be with good information that might be useful for you in the future um so you know, I had gone into, so here's, here's how it went down. Okay. I had gone into my, uh, work offices for, you know, because I actually am truly blessed to have this position, this new job, um, as a copywriter and content strategist, not only does it fit well into my degree that I'm currently pursuing at Ohio university, but it also goes hand in hand with what I want to pursue. It deals with social media marketing. It deals with, you know, with, uh, with digital marketing and just it's um, an amazing company amazing people an amazing team it really is a dream job but on top of all that I get to work from home I am fully 100% remote but don't get it twisted you know I'm still working sometimes 10 hour days sometimes 11 hour days it just depends on what you know what project needs to get done first and you know things like that so uh so I went into the offices because I was picking up my new work laptop. I've been using my own laptop for work, which I don't mind. And I, d- I decided to go in and it was really nice. I got to meet my coworkers. The office space is really cool. Kind of like a Google type feel, if that makes sense. Like a, just one of those hip companies. Um, my boss is amazing. I mean, the man is a legend. He is phenomenal. Um, my coworkers are fantastic. You know, I don't want to name drop just because I want to keep their information private. But, you know, it was really nice to go in and get to meet everybody. Not only that, but I got to go inside of our own in-house studio where we record our content for our clients. And I got to meet the guy that does the, you know, um, uh, I guess the voice acting, the um, uh, voiceovers. And of course, he's the one that interviews everybody. He's a really, really great guy. Um, and 
like again, it's a blessing to work for this team. So I went in and I'm not going to name drop. I'm going to be private about it, but I do want to get the information right. And, you know, unfortunately, um, somebody came into the offices who was sick and this individual uh, was showing a little bit of symptoms. They didn't think they were sick all like that, but I got close to them. I got up and close and personal to them. And of course, a day or two later, boom, the symptoms started. And, you know, I actually felt this is going to sound weird. You actually feel COVID in your body. I'm not trying to be weird. I'm not trying to be the this has got nothing to do with race, religion or politics. This is strictly like how just bad this virus really is. It, it, like it's it's serious. It really is serious. And I know there are a plethora of people out there who don't give a crap about it or maybe who don't, you know, really think it's that brutal. But then there are other people on the other side of the spectrum who have lost someone they loved because of this virus. I myself know someone in our family, not my immediate family, but somebody in our family. Um, I'm still in shock. You know, a week ago they passed away. And I stayed quiet about it because I was sick. I was already out of it. I really couldn't like figure out what was going on. I was just kind of like, what? I just can't believe this. And again, I'm not going to say their name or what they or what relations they are to me. But, you know, they're they're pretty close. They're 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 definitely within the first cousin realm. Um, and that's when things got serious. That's when I was like, oh, my God. And, you know, it doesn't start off with the typical symptoms. Here's how it went down for me. So how it went down for me was I started to feel weird, like lethargic. Like I started to feel anxious, strange very out of it very like something's wrong kind of feeling and that was on a little bit wednesday evening but thursday it was really prominent it was really strong it was really there i didn't know what it was i thought i was taking too much of a certain supplement you know because i know um too much of i forget which vitamin b as in boy which by which vitamin b causes extra symptoms of anxiety and stuff but um I know that I was feeling it. It was like, whoa, like I, I just felt strange. I felt out of it, you know, like you feel out of it. And I thought, oh, you know, I'm probably having one of those just normal anxious days or whatever. Um, but no, it was it was a straight up virus in my body. Now, the real COVID symptoms. OK, so this is Thursday. Or like Wednesday evening into the full day Thursday. I still went to the gym. Um, thankfully, when I work out, I stay away from people. I wipe everything down. I wear my mask. You know, I sanitize my hands. I'm just constantly being vigilant and aware of my surroundings. If I talk to somebody, I don't give them a high five. I just like give them a fist bump or an elbow bump just to kind of be respectful of people's surroundings. Um, so that day I worked out hard, but I worked out by myself. And I remember coming home. And I felt just off. I was like, what is this? And, you know, it just felt weird. So I ended up taking some medication that night to help me feel better. Friday morning was when everything really started. And I can recall that Friday morning, which is December 3rd, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm counting this as day two. Maybe 2.5. Excuse me. <clears throat> pardon me folks um and i woke up with a cough 
I woke up with body aches, body chills. I woke up feeling completely miserable. And you know, working from home means I get out of bed, I go into the office or the office room, and you know, I plop down and I get ready for the day. But I was really struggle bussing. And on top of that, I remember we had our morning meetings that we have on, on Fridays. And I remember just like, oh my God, I need to go lay down. I can't be here right now. And I know I'm very fortunate. I'm very fortunate because I wasn't in an environment where I was potentially getting other people sick. I was at home. But of course, I was afraid for my family. Um, and, you know, I remember talking to one of my coworkers and she just was like, wow, you know, I'm feeling the same way too. And I was like, wait, you too? And uh, yeah, so turns out I wasn't the only one sick someone else was sick as well and from then on you know it was the typical like tiredness sleepy all that stuff and i remember needing to purchase um nyquil dayquil all that stuff so i was able to get cough drops i immediately got the packets of emergency i i got all this ordered and sent home sent to the house because i just didn't want to go out you know i'm just one of those people the moment i realize i'm sick you never know i thought it was the flu that's how bad it was. It was like, wow, like I'm going to need to go to a hospital or something. And I just, I don't remember much of Friday besides sleeping, trying to eat, even though I wasn't really hungry. Then Saturday was the worst of the worst. I mean, I felt like a fragile old man on Saturday. <clears throat> I was struggling with really bad body aches, body chills, a fever of 101, um, sweats, you know, like sweating, a head, like a pounding like a very pounding head a very heavy headache like i got hit by a bus or a semi truck or the moon crashed on my head it was detrimental it was horrible guys horrible 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 you just feel so miserable and this went on for a total of almost five days straight of just feeling like this i wasn't in the bathroom much if you know what i mean um but i definitely was out of it i had a, a call off of work on Monday that's how bad it was and for those of you that don't know me I'm very much a hard like I just sometimes I overdo it like sometimes even on my days off or if I take a day off I'll still check my emails I'll still check my phone just to make sure that everything's running smoothly I'm slowly getting into that rhythm because it's that kind of job where you want to make sure you're keeping up with clients you're keeping up with your co-workers keeping up with projects deadlines things like that so but any hooser um it was bad. It was bad. I didn't start to feel better until last Wednesday. And even then, I was still struggle bussing. I mean, after that, I developed horrendously badly, like really bad strep throat where when I swallowed, it felt like I was swallowing shards of glass. It was really bad. I couldn't drink anything. I couldn't eat anything. And then came the cough. Now, this cough was really pesky. It was just annoying. It was at night. It was in the mornings. It was during the day. And not to be gross, but I was coughing up a lot of phlegm. It just was, ugh, it was disgusting. Not discolored, thank God. It was just, you know, clear, but still, like, that's gross. Like, come on, like, it's, it sucks. And like I said earlier, okay, like I said earlier in this segment, you really do feel COVID in your body. I remember FaceTiming my brother Esteban from Texas, and that's when I realized, like, yeah, man, like, because he's had it. Him and his wife had it. Uh, I believe it was either this past summer or summer of 2020. I don't really remember. But 
you know, thankfully they're vaccinated. Now, if you're asking me, well, Manny, Manny, <laughs> why aren't you vaccinated? <laughs> well, since you want to know, little nosy person, I'm just kidding, not a mind. Well, for me, it's it's kind of different. I've never been able to get the flu shot because now I'm not going to go pull up the research now, but there's something in it that I'm allergic to where if I take it, there's a chance that I could go into anaphylactic shock, which could lead to some very bad things happening. And for those of you that don't know, I have been in anaphylactic shock before after consuming something that I wasn't supposed to because I have a lot of allergies and I got horrendously sick, like pretty much almost dead. Like if I, if I'm, if I would have waited a couple more minutes, I would have died. My throat was closing up. I couldn't breathe. I was blacking out. It was, it was horrible. It was really horrible. So can't get the flu shot in the same regard. I have a very high chance of going into anaphylactic shock. If I get the COVID vaccine, I'm doing more research because I'm not against vaccinations at all. They don't bother me. I'm not like the government's trying to take your good, your book. I don't agree with the government restrictions, especially what's going on in Australia. Shout out to my Australian folks and shout out to my people in Europe. Shout out to my people in Canada. Shout out to my people all over the world because honestly, America, listen up. Okay, are you listening? We have it pretty good here compared to any other country. Okay, their restrictions, their regulations are beyond comprehension. Okay, some of it even goes against the Geneva Convention. But, you know, I'm, I'm not a politician. This podcast is, po- is not political. So, <clears throat> and I'm sorry to keep clearing my throat, but it's because I'm still, you know, still dealing with this. Uh, it's, it's been two weeks, but some patients deal with this stuff for months. Now, here's the other kicker. Aside from feeling COVID in your body, I started getting hallucinations. And I don't know if this was because of the medicine I was taking I know for some people, NyQuil is a little bit too strong. Uh, That's definitely for me. I end up having some weird dreams. But I remember just, I had woke, and this is not a joke, like my mother uh, had was here with me on that day because um, I needed somebody to help me, like, you know, to look after me. Thankfully, my mother was vaccinated. Um, and two weeks later, you know, symptom-free, thank God. She works with kids. Uh, she She works in a, in a elementary school. So she's a, you know, as a, as a, as a educator, she, you know, deals with, with these children who are disgusting. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I mean, kids are just nasty. We all were kids at one point, relax. We were all nasty. So, oh my God. Um, it's just, I'm, I'm thinking back how crazy it was because going back to that story, I had woken up and I was so out of it. Okay. I hallucinated thinking it was Monday. And I got scared because I thought it was the next day. I didn't know what was going on. Why, why, why was my mother here? Why, why was I feeling the way I was feeling? Like, I didn't know who I was. It was that bad. That's how sick I was. And it was funny because my mom was like, nope, it's still Sunday. And it's only been an hour or two. And I was like, huh? And I just, I was so confused. I just went back to bed. So a lot of sleeping over the last two weeks. A lot of sleeping. I'm not complaining. You know, sleep is great. Sleep is good. But a lot of the sleep was interrupted because of my symptoms, because of my sickness. So the virus is real. And one of the last things I want to talk about is, did I lose my sense of smell and taste? Well, to be honest, um, I wouldn't say I lost it. It was more like muffled. It was like off. Like, I'm sure it's because of the congestion. Well, because of the congestion that it was a little bit off. And um, 
I panicked because this time last week, my sense of smell and taste was kind of gone for the most part. There were only a couple things I could smell and just one, but I couldn't taste at all. Finally, as of yesterday, I'm beginning to taste more. Actually, no, as of, I think, Monday, I'm beginning to taste more, smell more, so it's slowly coming back. And, um, you know, the, the reason why I wanted to talk about this was just to kind of share my experience, but also for those of you that have gone through it, you know, I'm sure you've had similar experiences or maybe different experiences. I know people who still don't have their sense of smell or taste back. I know people who still have symptoms after three or four months. According to the doctors and nurses, the doctors told me, you know, hey, because you're unvaccinated, you know, stay home for 14 days. Um, but if you're good after 10 days, then you're you're in the clear. So thankfully, I'm happy to report that, you know, I'm able to be free again, go out and do things, which is crazy because tomorrow marks exactly two weeks. And it's amazing that it falls on the day that I'm going to be traveling with my mother to Texas. We are driving to Texas. That's going to be fun, fun, fun. Um, so I, I think I got lucky. I, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I, I really only dealt with this for four days. If I'm if 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 I'm going to be honest, four days was when I was out of it. But you really don't feel like yourself. You really don't feel good. You really feel like staying in bed. You don't feel like being around anyone. And you just wish you were not miserable. Like it's it's just so like you never know, you know, you just never know. And, you know, I know it's a bigger risk because I'm unvaccinated. But according to the nurses, according to the research I've done, according to my doctor, you know, I'm not at risk to infect anyone but i'm going to be smart i'm going to wear my mask i'm going to wear and do everything that i need to do in order to make sure that i'm not getting anybody else sick because that's the last thing i want that's the last thing anybody needs is for me to get anyone else sick so i've been in the clear to be around people since sunday but as a precaution i took two extra days and i wasn't around anyone until yesterday and even then i made sure to you know wear a mask um, sanitize my hands all that good stuff so that's my COVID story. That's my COVID story. Make sure you're paying, you know, you're paying attention to your symptoms. People, a lot of people are getting sick now. I know there's this Omicron or, you know, Autobot, whatever variant. You know, I just see it as, look, it's typical flu season. It's typical season to get sick, to get a cold. So just bundle up. Like, just be smart. Take your vitamins. Take your supplements. You know, drink liquid IV. That's the stuff I've been drinking now for almost a year, and it's amazing. They have an immunity one. It's great. Um, Drink a lot of water. Like, I've been pounding water like you won't believe. Sipping, of course, because I don't want to get, you know, water poisoning from overindulging. But it's wild. It's I'm so happy to be on the up because it sucks. It's like you really do miss smelling, tasting feeling better being around people like even as an introvert as an infj introvert i was like oh i miss people so it's just bananas it's just bananas so just stay safe guys okay please stay safe please stay safe all right time to move on to the main segment of today's episode stay tuned folks guys welcome back to the main segment of today's episode and it it, it, you know it it is dealing with mental health it is dealing with the unsung symptoms you know symptoms that maybe you're really not aware of 
you know, maybe you're not really sure what's going on. Um, but I found it, I found it very interesting because on one of the social apps that I'm on, somebody revealed that, uh, memory loss is part of like mental health. Like it's part of going through a mental health pandemic problem, having mental health symptoms, having mental health conditions, having a mental health illness, like people with mental illnesses, like there's memory loss. And I was always curious about that because I've heard, you know, my friends will talk about like, oh man, hey, like remember back in like fifth grade and sixth grade and and I'd be like, huh, what? Or like even sometimes I forget what I did yesterday. Sometimes I forget what I did a week ago. Sometimes I have to give myself reminders through sticky notes because I'm not a forgetful person. It's just, you know, it's, it's just, it's mind boggling for me. Really is mind boggling, but you know, here we are almost in the holiday season and, you know, maybe you're not as cheerful as you once were. Maybe you're not as cheerful as you, you know, I'm definitely not as cheerful for me. It's a different reason. It's because I I lost my brother last year, you know, and and I, I miss him like you wouldn't believe and Christmas will never be the same for me, but I still get those symptoms of depression, anxiety, and other symptoms that I'm like, man, why am I going through this? Like, I thought I was better. I thought therapy was doing the job. I thought my medicines were, you know, working, but sometimes it's just, it's just your brain going through the motions. So regardless of how you're feeling, you know, it's just nice to feel something. It's, it's nice to feel good. It's, it's calming when you know you're doing better, you know, and like, it's like I said in my other episodes, you may not be where you want to be, but man, thank goodness you're not where you used to be. It's all part of the process, one step at a time. So what are these symptoms, these these rogue or ghostly symptoms that people with mental health illnesses maybe, maybe have never thought of? And if you're a person who doesn't have mental health illness and maybe you're just curious, well, here's some to kind of get you thinking. So the first one, so, you know, uh, this is coming from the Mayo Clinic. I I love this website. Um, They're very refutable. Um, Examples of signs and symptoms include feeling sad or down. Now, I know you're like, well, no crap, Sherlock. Like, yeah, that's part of being depressed, just feeling sad and down. Yeah, but like sometimes you just can't explain why you feel the way you feel. Sometimes you're like, man, why am I sad today? Like you, if you've experienced this, you know what I'm talking about. If you've never experienced this, then you're probably like, wait, what? But like feeling sad or down, like feeling just out of it, feeling, you know, um, maybe not present. That's how I describe it. Feeling not in the moment, you know? Um, the other one is confused thinking or reduced ability to concentrate. Now this one I find interesting because... When, when I was younger, I suffered a lot of ADHD and ADD symptoms that were on my report cards. I was never taken to a doctor. I was never clinically diagnosed with ADHD, but I mean, the proof is in the writing, folks. If Oh my God, I, I wish I had those in hand right now. I still have my, uh, my report cards from when I was in elementary school. Um just because I like to look back at that kind of stuff, but also because it, it just shows like how, how much of a rascal I was. Um, and not your typical, you're like, oh, well, every kid can't sit still. No, it was pretty bad for me. My parents had to be called. It was, it was a whole thing. 
But of course, you know, I was also going through a very bad uh, physical sickness that lasted about seven years or so. Um, but confused thinking or reduced ability to concentrate. Have you experienced this? I know I've had moments like this at work where I'm like, man, why can I remember this kind of thing? Or, you know, why do I feel confused about my tasks? I've done these tasks before, but why am I having trouble now? That's part of it. Believe it or not, that's part of it. The next one is excessive fears or worries or extreme feelings of guilt. Now, this one's really, really, really bananas to me because I never thought this was a symptom of mental illness or a symptom of anxiety or depression or, you know, of a mental health problem. Um, To give you an example, like for me, whenever I have to cancel plans, I feel like an absolute human trash bag. Like whenever I have to say no to someone who really doesn't want me to say no. I feel like an absolute piece of garbage. Like, it's really bad. I feel so guilty for the littlest things. Even when I make a mistake, the smallest mistake. I was just talking about this with my coworker yesterday. Well, she's my project manager. Um, And we were discussing this because she was like, you know, you can't beat yourself up all the time. Sometimes you make mistakes and it's fine, you know. And even today in one of our meetings, uh, I just was taken back by something I was trying to look at or something I asked about and I couldn't really pinpoint what that information was until somebody brought it up and I was like oh my god it's right there in front of me but maybe you felt confused you know or maybe your ability to concentrate has been greatly reduced have you gone to your doctor to ask yet are you you know before you drop a pill in your mouth don't do that definitely drink more water you know go to the gym read some books you know maybe not be on your phone so much that might be a problem too when it comes to concentration because that also has a hand in that but that's a symptom i never thought i never thought um but of course we're also talking about excessive fears and worries uh or extreme feelings of guilt you see i just skipped over that one just talking about it right here live ladies and gentlemen you just got an example of the second thing I talked about how I missed up on the third thing which is of course excessive fears of worries or extreme feelings of guilt it was highlighted that's why I'm sorry guys but um okay I'm a little bit perplexed here let's go back a little bit excessive fears or worries or extreme feelings of guilt I was talking about guilt you see what I'm saying folks um But what about excessive fears or worries? I know I've been through that. When I first got diagnosed with a mental health illness, I remember being a very, very annoying hypochondriac where my own doctor was like, dude, like my own doctor, instead of going, yes, Mr. Dietrich, he was like, dude, you need to chill. Like, you're fine. You're healthy, all these different things. I was thinking the worst case possible. And maybe you do the same thing and you don't realize it. Like maybe when something goes bad, you start thinking of why it went bad. Or maybe you think about why you're a bad person. Maybe you're worried about the holidays. Maybe you're worried about 2022. Maybe you're worried about where you are in life right now. But maybe you worry about it a little bit too much. Remember, it's okay to worry. It's okay to worry a little bit every now and then. But when it becomes obsessive, when it becomes compulsive, that's when it's a problem. All right, moving on. Extreme mood changes of highs and lows. Now, by that, they mean like 
you grab a moment where you're like, oh my God, I love life. Oh, it's such a beautiful day. Oh man, I'm just going to go in for a walk. I'm going to plan all these different events. I'm going to do all these things. Oh man, life is great. And then all of a sudden you're just like, huh, I want to be in bed today. Never mind. Nah, I'm not going to the gym today. I thought about it, but I'm just going to stay home. Or, eh, you know, I was going to start a diet today and eat healthier, but mm, never mind. What's the point? That's what they're talking about. And I know you've experienced that. And no, not everybody experiences that. That is incorrect. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, ooh, here's one. Okay. Withdrawal from friends and activities. Interesting. That's interesting because whenever like, well, clearly with COVID, I just don't want to be around anybody, but whenever I experience high levels of anxiety or stress, or my mental health is maybe not that great on that day, I don't want to talk to anyone. I just don't want to be around people. I get grouchy. I just want to be by myself. I just want to, you know, do my own thing. And yeah, I'm introverted and stuff. But when it comes to this specifically, withdrawal from friends and activities, that's something that maybe you, you need to look at. You know, maybe you do it without even thinking. Maybe your family tells you stuff like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. What's going on? You okay? Or your friends are like, hey, what happened to last night to karaoke night? Or what happened to, you know, getting together at the bar? Like you weren't there. You weren't at church yesterday. What happened? The next one on our list is significant tiredness, low energy, or problems sleeping. Now, I know, I know this is about to get personal, and I know for a fact I got deep with this. Because if you think about it, we like everybody with mental health problems goes through this. I have been going through this over the last three or four years. Before the last three or four years, I never even thought about my sleep. I just was like, yeah, whatever, I'll get to it when I can. Now, I am giddy when I get seven hours or more of sleep like I'm supposed to, like you're supposed to. Are you on your phone at night before you go to bed? Are you frantically checking social media for no reason at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night when you should be eyes closed, a dark room? If you have a TV in your bedroom, that's a bad idea, folks. I used to have one and I know this. You know, right now I have my bed and then I got my coffee or nightstand table thing. And I have Alexa, the, I think it's the Echo 8 show. And oh, I said that she's probably gonna, hold on. Okay. She didn't hear me. <laughs> it's funny. It's like she's human. But, uh, you know, I, I, I have her there. It's a screen, but it's away from me. And the settings are designed in a way that the light is at the lowest point possible. And I use that because sometimes I want to fall asleep to like thunderstorm sounds. Sometimes I want to fall asleep to a guided sleep therapy session. Sometimes, you know, I want to just kind of put something on, but like in the background while I'm cleaning or, you know, put something on in the background while I'm just going about my day if I'm in my room. But I do tend, and I had a really bad problem of sleeping with my phone. And that caused my sleep to be disrupted. It caused me to be tired during the day. Um, and since COVID, it's really hit me hard where I can't even fall asleep watching TV or watching a show anymore. Because I used to be able to do that. I used to be able to throw on Netflix and just fall asleep. And a lot of us do that. You know, just normal. It's, it's not weird. It's normal. 
But as of recent, I've had to cut that out. And now I fall asleep to guided meditations. I fall asleep to, you know, ASMR stuff for sleep or delta waves or theta waves or alpha waves, which is something I'm excited to talk about in another episode in the in 2022 about waves like that, because those man, those binary waves are amazing. I mean, I believe in them. So so maybe having low energy during the day, like for me, it's different. I'm dealing with or battling you know, COVID and I need to flush it out of my system. But even before COVID, there were days, especially in the summer, and I know that's because of the heat, but in, not even on days that were crazy. I say summer because summer is when everyone's outside, but there were days where I was like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I'm going to stay inside. Maybe you've felt this way. Hmm. Think about that. The other one is, ooh, this one's tough. Detachment from reality. And in parentheses, it says delusions, paranoia, or hallucinations. Now, I haven't experienced this unless I'm sick and like taking NyQuil. For some reason, NyQuil just gives me weird feelings. But maybe you've experienced this and you're afraid to talk about it. You know, maybe you've heard somebody call your voice when there's nobody there. Maybe you're seeing things you're not supposed to. Again, this is something that you need to talk to a professional with. This is something that needs to be discussed with a licensed healthcare physician, not just me, because I, I won't know what to tell you. And your friends won't know what to tell you, unless your friend's a doctor or a nurse or a psychiatrist. But other than that, maybe it's time to get help. The other one is um, inability to cope with daily problems or stress. This is a good one because I myself have experienced this where, as an example, just to kind of give you guys an idea, you know, there's maybe you've gone through this too and, and, you know, you were trying to figure out what that meant. But whenever something goes wrong, like my whole day is ruined. Like it could be eight in the morning and if I wake up the wrong way, I'm like my whole day is ruined. If I get out of bed, it's a sunny day and I trip and I bust my knee open or something. It's a ruined day. I take it out of the ordinary. If somebody in traffic cuts me off, I'm like, oh my God, my day's ruined. Like the dumbest, stupidest things get to me. Not so much anymore because of, you know, uh, thanks to cognitive behavioral therapy, thanks to just kind of being more calm, thanks to kind of just understanding like, hey, relax. Sometimes things happen. Sometimes things just happen. There really is no way around it. Um, But maybe you've done that. The inability to cope. The inability to cope with daily problems or stress. Hmm. The other one is trouble understanding and relating to situations and to people. I'm going to read that again. Trouble understanding and relating to situations and to people. Have you experienced this before? I know for me, there's been times where people come up to me, they talk to me about something and I just don't know how to reply. I just don't know what to say. I feel like I can't relate. I feel like I don't understand what's going on. It's very confusing because I know I want to help, but it's like the words don't come out of my mouth. It's like, I'm just like, yeah, it's crazy. Or like, yeah, wow. I'm sure you've experienced this before. Another one is problems with alcohol or drug use. Now, When I first started going through my anxious symptoms and stuff, I'm going to admit, there were days where I was like, I can't wait to get drunk. I can't wait to forget about the world. And I can't wait to just get wasted and have a good time. It didn't happen all the time, but it got a little excessive. 
a little excessive. You know, now, like like nowadays, uh, I haven't touched an alcoholic drink in like two weeks. Now I drink like every two weeks, and even then it's like one drink because I personally do not like that hangover feeling. It is terrible. You're anxious, you're panicky, you're dehydrated, you're tired. You feel like complete, complete and utter just you feel useless just complete like completely useless but you know maybe you're struggling maybe you're struggling with weed consumption maybe you're struggling with some other drug maybe you're struggling with you know with food that's another struggle whether you believe it or not i think it's time to get help i don't know i i i, I think it's time i i do believe in you i do believe that you can get through this the other one is major changes in eating habits. Now that for sure has happened to me. Sometimes there's days where I just forget to eat and I'm like, why am I feeling the way? Oh, that's right. Because I, I need to eat something to feel good. That's for energy. Even now I'm starving because I forgot. I'm trying to eat every three to four hours, small portions, you know, yogurt and granola or something else healthy, like celery with peanut butter or something like that. I'm, 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 I'm trying. But... You know, maybe you've wondered, like, why am I not eating as much or why am I overeating? Why am I gaining weight? Why am I eating? I know people with anxiety and mental health illnesses, they tend to gravitate more towards sweets, you know, chocolates, um, candy, even chips, donuts, things like that. You just tend to gravitate more towards that. Because of my allergies, I really can't consume donuts or, or um cakes cupcakes pies or the little debbie snacks like i can't eat any of that but if i could oh trust me i would consume that daily it's so good i love snacking it's bad it's bad i know but i love candy oh my god but you know it's normal to have these changes in habits when it comes to eating here's another one maybe uh your sex drive has changed that's me for sure. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, even though I'm a single guy, you know, I'm not a perfect single guy, if you know what I'm saying. You know, I've had my moments. I've had my days. But, uh, you know, lately, I've just been wanting to just keep to myself just because I'm ready for a full committed relationship. I want a wife. You know, I would love a wife. I would love somebody to love. You know, if I wanted to sleep around, sure, yeah, I could probably pull up my phone right now, call somebody up, text them, make plans, and then boom, sex. But, eh, that's a lot of drama. I'm good. Not my cup of tea. But maybe for you, you have a spouse, maybe boyfriend or girlfriend that you live with, and your sex drive isn't where it should be. Again, I'm going to try to keep it PG because... According to my statistics, I know there's a small demographic of people who are under the age of 18 and listening. Uh, but then again, they probably know more than I do. <laughs> and I'm 30. Uh, but seriously, that's another one. That's another one that for sure you got to talk to your doctor about because that's something that only they can help you figure out. Um, but I'm sure it's frustrating. You know, I'm sure it's frustrating wondering why your sex drive is just off. So, you know, talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. Um... Here's one that's interesting because 
I never thought this was a symptom. I always thought this was like a personality trait, which is weird. But anyways, uh, excessive anger, hostility, or violence. Now, when I was a teen, um, I was angry quite a bit, like quite, quite a bit. And in my late 20s, as I turned 30, almost 31, you know, sometimes I can have outbursts where I'm like, where did that come from? I just snap out of nowhere. Uh, thankfully, I'm not physically abusive or anything, but verbally, I'm going to admit that, yes, I can be verbally abusive. I can be very angry towards my family, angry towards my friends, angry towards just anybody. When I was in my relationship, uh, that happened more than I, what I wanted to. But of course, that's when I was discovering the fact that I was dealing with mental health problems. But are you excessively angry or hostile or violent? If you are, uh, it's time to change. Yeah, that's not good. It's just negative. That's a lot of negative vibes in your life that you don't want. Now, they had one more, which was suicidal thinking. And that's a really uh, personal and you know, deep one to talk about. I'm not going to get too in-depth with it, but I've said this before on the podcast. I have lost somebody very close to me. Um, His name was David Perez, and, you know, um, he took his life. And every day, I miss him. You know, he was like a brother. We grew up together. We spent 15 years of our lives, like, literally, to unseparable So if you're dealing with suicidal thoughts, it's not something to... What I hate nowadays is how many memes there are of suicide. How many memes or how people think it's funny. Like, oh, hey, let me joke about suicide because my brain is a potato. Like, bro, you're not funny talking about suicide. You're just not funny. If anything, uh, you're not quirky for having dark humor. Uh, You're stupid for not getting help. Um, and I'm going to stick with that. That sounds aggressive, but I need to stick with that because I've tried to help people who just don't want to be helped. And, you know, in order to get help, you have to first make that step. And the first step is stop joking about suicide because it's not funny. Um, I understand it's an outlet. I understand sometimes, um, you know, you need that outlet, you need that meme to make you laugh, and maybe because it's relatable, you feel safer. But regardless, suicidal thoughts are something to not be toyed with. It's something that you need to get help for today. Because believe it or not, you would be missed. Believe it or not, I love you. And believe it or not, you matter. You're special. But many, you're just saying that because... No, 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 shut up. Shut up. I mean it. I don't have to know you to know that. I can sense it. The force is wrong with me. I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, you are loved. And the world would be a much more horrible place if you weren't here. So thank God you're here because you make the world that much better. But please get help. It's like that meme, like the Michael Jordan meme. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, this is really awkward. But it's it's a meme. Like, Just look it up. Just look at Michael Jordan. Stop it. Get some help. I, you won't regret it. Um, 
But these are the symptoms, folks. These are the symptoms that people rarely talk about. These are the things that people rarely discuss. And you know what? I'm tired of not discussing it. The entire reason of this podcast is to eliminate this stigma, eliminate this like idea, this notion of like, oh, well, I have mental health problems, but I don't want to talk about it because like it's not, you know, right. I don't give a flying F. If you're going through it, talk to me. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Reach me on social media. If you want to follow, you know, don't just follow me just to follow. I don't really care about that. Like social media is fake. It's a false world. It doesn't, it's a false reality. Like it just doesn't, it's just, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. What I do care is about you, is about your health, is about your mental health, is about what I care about is getting you the help. Maybe you need some sense of direction. If that's the case, if you don't want to do anything on social media by messaging me or whatever, fine. But send me an email, detris2014 at gmail.com. Talk to me. And I am on Snapchat. I'm nerdguy91, N-E-R-D-G-U-Y-9-1, altogether, lowercase. You can talk to me on Snap if that's not weird. You know, on, on Instagram, detris91, D-E-T-R-E-S-91. And altogether lowercase. And of course, um, Facebook, Emmanuel Dietrich. Send me a message. I want to hear from you guys. But that's all I got for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for being patient and for tuning in to this episode of the Anxious Introvert Podcast. Make sure to stay tuned over the next couple weeks as the year comes to a close. I'm excited to have some guests on the show. Not only that, but I have some pretty fun announcements for next year like i've been saying i've been saying this for a while i've been creating some things i've been working on some things um you know life does happen but you have to continue because life uh uh finds a way (laughs) if you get that reference i love you very much if you don't get that reference go watch jurassic park anyways make sure to stay tuned guys i'm so excited and i'm happy to be feeling better thank you to everyone who has sent me your thoughts and prayers Um, I really hope you guys stay healthy. It's the middle of the week. You're almost done. You're almost to the weekend. Do something fun. Do something creative. Do something festive. But most of all, don't forget to enjoy the simple things of life. It's the little things that matter. Until next time, kids. Talk to you later. Peace.